What's your favorite scary movie? for two 20-something LGBTs talk the horror movie of the week, real-life crime or events, and if it's worthy of being an honorary gay film. And yes, the titles are puns. I'm Elle. I'm Kate. Hello. 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 So, so today's, or today's, this week's. <laughs> yeah, we're doing this every day now. Strap in. Um, <laughs> God. Nah, man. Uh, this week's movie is something that's become, like, a recent favorite of mine is a Happy Death Day, the first one. Hell yes. Written by Scott Lobdell and directed by Christopher Landon, who we love in this yes. house. <laughs> yeah, he, he got his he got a start like as a screenwriter, like all the way back to like he wrote Disturbia with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and then he did like the some of the paranormal activity movies. Um That makes sense. Yeah, and he's he's working on the movie he's working on now. I'm super excited about because he's co-writing it with Michael Kennedy, and it's gonna be like the way the way it's described. It sounds like it's gonna be like the hot chick but a slasher, and I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be great. Gonna be, oh my god! Like a teenage a teenage girl and a and a, a serial killer switch bodies. Oh my god! So that's what he's working on next. So like watching watching this again and knowing that and like knowing the tone that he brings to horror, I'm like so excited. Because, so this movie is about, it's basically a, I'm just going to keep comparing things to comedies. This is a horror version of Groundhog Day, as everyone calls it, (laughs) which you hear in the logline. So Tree is a college student who keeps getting killed and is using the time loop to try and find her murderer. And it's special, it's called this because it's on her birthday. Yes. And she's going through some stuff because she shared a birthday with her now deceased mother. So this mm-hmm. is another horror movie that deals with grief, too. And the, the second one gets even more into that. Um, I haven't even watched the second one. I need to get on they're, they're both on HBO Go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just recently, I rewatched it today so I could be prepared for mm-hmm. uh, this. And I saw yeah. it on there and I was like, yeah, just, I gotta watch it that. It just holds up. It's so much fun. And it's so clever. Like, I just sort of, this came out, like, in the middle of a summer a couple years ago, and I was like, yeah, I'll go see this, because I go see every horror movie. And this yeah. was just such a pleasant surprise. Um, the lead performance by, by Jessica Roth is, like, she's, she carries it. She, so good. Like, she brings so much humor to it. Apparently she ad-libbed that Subway footlong line. <laughs> oh, And I, I really just like that this movie allows her to be a bitch at first. Like, I, I feel yeah. like in, a, in any other slasher, this would have been, like, the blonde girl, the blonde mean girl that gets killed immediately. It's, like, the first to go. Um, but in this, she yeah. gets to be the hero and, like, grow from her experience. And, and I just think that's neat. <laughs> <laughs> but when did you, did you see this in theaters? I did not. Um... I think I just saw it because you recommended it to me, um, and by the time, like, I remember hearing about it, and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting, I should go see that, but then, like, I got super busy in my 
life. And then I could just see it. So then I was like, I'm gonna watch this because I found it at the library. I was like, oh, screw it, I'm gonna watch this now. <laughs> and so I watched it and I loved it. So sorry for speaking kind of quiet. It's kind of late and I'm trying not to wake my parents up. My cat is open my door and she will not just decide to stay or leave. She's looking at my I can stop it. You're looking at my door strange and I don't like it. It's a ghost. There's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a ghost. Anytime my cat's looking at something that's not there, I'm like, that's, that's a ghost there, isn't it? Yeah. See, I keep trying, she keeps yanking it open. She's the worst. I hate her. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> oh, I hope you so. have all of that. <laughs> oh, it's, it's staying in. Um, so yeah, I watched it and I, I love Jessica Roth so much. She her like her screams are so good. I like she could be a scream queen. Yeah. I feel so. I feel like that's becoming that's an outdated term. Like I know that a lot of like the ones from yesteryear, like the from that era, don't like the term as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how how Miss Jessica feels about it, but she's great. And um, I know that she was really um, she loved doing this role, and like. She had always been told by other directors to not be so expressive, and in this, it's like, no, go all the fuck the way, you know? Like, yeah. like let, let her loose. <laughs> and, like, sometimes she looks, like, so, like, completely, like, not even pretty half the time. Because I mean, she, she's just, she's like, still gorgeous, the right? undries. Yeah. She's still pretty, but, like, she's allowed to look like a mess. Yeah, like, when she's, like, hanging in her bedroom and stuff, and she's just, like, watching Teen Mom or whatever. She's just... She doesn't have any yeah. makeup. Or, like, Hollywood's version of no makeup, probably. She probably has makeup. <laughs> yeah, the Hollywood version of no makeup. Um, God. I, also, I love that, like, because I don't know if any other movie where, like, you experience stuff and then, like, you repeat the same day over, if they address, like, the trauma that it goes <gasps> through, because especially with her, because yeah. she's, like, constantly getting killed in different ways, and, like, her body, like, keeps that. Like, each time she returns, it's not like it all resets over. Yeah. So it's like there's a consequence to if you don't finish this time loop, like mm-hmm. it could actually kill you rather yeah. than your murderer. Although that never like actually becomes a problem in either of these movies. Like they mention it, she's like, oh, I don't know how many of these I have left, but that's like never an actual issue because I guess no. if it was, she'd just fucking die. It'd be, yeah. If there was like a count or something, like, oh shit, I have these many left. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there is a, I guess in the original ending, Tree was supposed to die, too. Like, she's in the hospital from all of her injuries, and she, oh in, the, in, the, in the hospital, it's revealed, um, the professor that she had been having an affair with, his wife is in there and kills her, and, like, sets her in another oh loop, God. and, like, it was just too dark, and the test audiences were like, what the fuck? And so they changed it. <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, what the fuck? She's like, she just got through this shit, now she's gonna do it again. I know. That's how I feeling like when a when in like a sequel of something the character that survived the last one gets knocked off in the beginning i always hate that i'm like they just went through so much like like friday the 13th part two or like y- you know what i mean yeah yeah definitely i, I get where he was going though like oh, it's, it's it's ironic but <laughs> <laughs> survived all that murder just to get murdered <laughs> yeah um Watching this made me not miss. I was like, this is why I avoided campus life at all costs when I went <laughs> to college. Um, 
<laughs> just her walking through the quad, I'm like, no thank you. And then the whole <laughs> sorority aspect. <laughs> the first college I went to didn't have sororities or oh. fraternities, I don't think. So like, and I, or, well, the college I went to wasn't like huge. So I don't think it had the ability. And then the second college was even smaller. So it's, we didn't even have a football team at our, at my second college. So uh, I was like, thank God. And I didn't have to live on campus. Yeah. Like living on campus wasn't too bad because everyone was really nice, but I was just like, Ugh, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I can't. And, and also just like sharing a room, it's definitely not on my repertoire to do that with anybody again, as long as possible. Yeah. So, so I, I love my roommate, I love her to death, but like, I just, I'm just like, you know, I need my own space. This is, this can't work. <laughs> I, I, I noticed a lot of those, like, sorority background dialogue this time because I've had headphones in. I, yeah. I would recommend watching this with headphones because there's so much going on, not just in sorority house, in the background at all times, and a, like, a lot of them loop back to the, the second one, and then, like, you figure out why someone's playing the trumpet in the hallway, or like, you see that man. <laughs> But like in the in the sorority, this, I like died because I never noticed this line. But when Tree first walks into her house, you hear someone go, "Someone drank my kombucha," and I like I had to pause because it was so funny. <laughs> and it's the only time you hear it. Like that that's not one of the things that gets looped. It's like it's yeah. Who took my hair dryer? Yeah. <laughs> Six hours. Is that all you got? And the guy just falls down. God. No thanks. I also love the I appreciate any movie that has a Lumineers song in it. Um, so far this and Lesbom are the only two that have used Lumineers songs. Get more Lumineers songs and moving oh, people with go. I just point that out. Um so, so, we unfortunately should also talk about Carter. <laughs> I don't know, wait, for, before I go into this, how do you feel about Carter? He's not a bad boy. <laughs> he's fine. He's not. He's, he's a good boy for the movie, but, like, that's all I really have an opinion. <laughs> that's all my opinion is. <laughs> yeah. He just, he is, he is a good dude, but I hate that, like, it's framed so it's, like, the bar is so low that, like, this is a good guy because he didn't, like, rape someone. I know. Like, I was like, okay... Or I guess it's I guess it's just because Tree's used to being treated so shittily by by college guys and then Yeah, that's yeah. what like her that's, first that's, assumption that... was when Yeah like that one time, yeah. Yeah, that's always the one part of this that I find kinda weird. But other than that, like, yeah, he's cool and the although now like I think this was the first time I'd watched it since I watched All That We Destroy. Mm-hmm. And he plays like the complete opposite in that and was yeah. really good in that. He's like he's acting or something. Oh, the range. <laughs> he has he has the range. Um, yeah, cause yeah, he's just a sweet dude in this one. Also, Rudy Modine's as a roommate is Lori. Oh. <laughs> Icon. <laughs> <laughs> Although, yeah, I remember. I think I rated this lower when I first watched it than I would rate it now because I. I guessed that she was the killer right away. <laughs> like, oh like immediately, like that first scene where they're in the hospital. I was like, mm-hmm. she's the killer, isn't she? <laughs> but then they, it does get clever though. Like they, they throw you off with the red herring with the, the escaped um, convict. 
Yeah. So even I was like, oh, guess I was wrong. And then I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very easy to throw off when I'm watching stuff for the first time because I'm just so engrossed. I'm just like, what is this? What's going on? Oh, killer pot? Yes, no. And so, so. Um, but then I, when you watch it the second time, you're like, I get it now. I see it. And I love it. So. <laughs> I, it's a really, it's a really fun movie. I enjoy watching it, especially just because, just such good characters, I guess. Yeah. Especially with Tree. So, I also love that nickname for her. Her name's Teresa, but she goes yeah, by Tree. Yeah. I feel like Tree and Tree from this and Aaron from Your Next are two really great, like modern, for lack of a better phrase, right now, final girls. Like, they're yeah. the ones I think of from like, you know, this from recent years that are like mm -hmm. kind of an update of the trope yeah I, <laughs> Tree's, Tree's, I Tree's great she's a pro <laughs> <laughs> oh <coughs> sorry I love a good montage and this movie has one yes um apparently she was actually nude for the nude scene <laughs> like yeah which is yeah. crazy to me like you just yeah, they you didn't like have blocked it off. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> because I, I do like the way it's shot because it's not it's not gratuitous and you don't actually see anything, but it's very clear that she's nude and she just was straight up walking on a on an open college campus nude. They only had a couple takes yeah, to do yeah. it. And I guess she said that Jessica said that it was an all female crew for the for that shoot, which I would I would appreciate too if I had to be Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Big same. So, they managed, yeah, they, it said they managed to do it in, like, two to three mm -hmm. takes, and they took extreme precautions to clear away, like, any potential yeah. onlookers, so. Because it was an active college campus that mm -hmm. they were on, so. I was like, oh my god. Which campus was it? I always just assume these things are filmed at UCLA or USC. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my guess. Um. Oh god. Yeah, look I know that the that uh, diner they go to is right near me, Corky's. That's in Van Nuys. <laughs> I know that. Nice. Much. Oh wait, it was filmed in it was filmed oh, in New Orleans. <laughs> really? Loyola, Loyola University. Okay, so why were they eating in Van Nuys? <laughs> is there a Van Nuys? No, it's that it's that specific. No, that's, this is no? probably just different. That, that was probably just where they did all the, the shooting for the school, and then did the rest here. Mm. Because... Yeah. Because <laughs> that's Corky's. I've been to that Corky's. That's, there's only one Corky's. Oh, wow. Uh, um, oh, I forgot. The guy who did the mask for oh. us was the guy who designed the ghost yes. face mask. Thank you for so. mentioning that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I wrote out his name. Um... <clears throat> Tony Gardner! Yeah. And they Love had thrown him. around different ideas of like what the mask could be because they knew they wanted to create an original mask. And at, at the time, Christopher mm -hmm. Lennon was getting ready to be a father for the first time. And so he's like, he's like the scariest thing to me right now is babies. <laughs> and so, and, I, <laughs> and it I, was. It's terrifying. I have, I have one scary. of those masks. They were giving them out. I went to like a double feature of these and they were giving out the masks. Yeah. I still have. <laughs> yeah, it's a. I saw that. Oh uh, no. Yeah, that's great. We don't get a lot of original like masked killers like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. 
so creepy. Um, and then, like, also, I know that, like, because I remember seeing the trailer for this movie, and, like, Into Club by 50 Cent starts playing when her ringtone goes off, but then when you watch the film, it's something completely different, and it's just because they couldn't get the rights to it in yeah. the end, I guess. Yeah. So they were just like, we'll just make an original one. Now I'm just like, I kind of want that for my birthday. And I wake up, and I'm like, shit, I'm in the time loop. <laughs> Be funny. Oh god, I hate <laughs> I hate the prank that he does to her at the end. Where just, oh my god! I, like break up with him immediately, <laughs> just for I'm that. Punch yeah. him. Just, no. <laughs> oh my god. What a dick. <laughs> well, so you you found something about a guy that was experiencing deja vu, right? Yeah, I did. Um. This was actually back in 2015. Uh, it was in the UK. Uh, he was a 23-year-old British man who felt that he was in a loop of constant deja vu, which may have been triggered by anxiety. So mm. good to know that we could have that. And it's the first time that such a link has been create has been like found in this instance. Um, so according to research, about two-thirds of us experience at least one deja vu in our lifetimes. I think I've experienced at least three, and that's just from dreams. And that's always like at least years between the dream and when I experience it, so that's great. <laughs> so uh, a group of scientists from the UK, France, and Canada uh, studied the strange case of the man with chronic deja vu uh, and think that one possible cause of the phenomenon uh, could have been anxiety. The man's condition was so persistent that he avoided watching television, listening to the radio, and reading newspapers because he felt like he had encountered it all before. So Dr. Chris Mullen, who is a cognitive neuropsychologist at the University of Borgogen, who worked on the study, says that the man had a history of depression and anxiety and had once taken the drug LSD while also at university, but was otherwise completely healthy. Um, so, <laughs> like you did take LSD. Gets, no, just once. Just, just once. Because um, he was just completely, like, normal from everything else. Like, completely healthy. Mm. And, but he's just traumatized by this constant sensation. Mm. So, when this happened, the patient was feeling, like, for minutes and sometimes even longer that he was reliving experiences. Mm. He, he likened the episodes to like being in the movie Donnie Darko. Um, there was like an instance where he went to get a haircut and as he walked in, he got a feeling of deja vu and then he had deja vu of the deja vu and he couldn't think of anything else. So like, it's cycled on top of each other. So this kept going for eight years. Uh, oh my God. Yeah, he felt trapped in a time loop and the more distressed he became about the experience, the worse it seemed to get, so. We've all heard of the term deja vu. Uh, it was coined in 1876 by Emile Boirec, who's a French philosopher. Uh, there are other lesser known phenomena which are thought to be related, uh, which is jamais vu, which is translated as never seen, and this is the sense which something should be familiar is alien, like a common word which suddenly seems strange. Like if you say like bull over and over again, like this doesn't sound like a word oh, anymore. Yeah, um, as an actor, I've had to do that. It's called the repetition exercise, and it melts <laughs> your brain. I started to question if the word scarf was a real word or not. 
because I have to keep saying it. God. So yeah, that'll that'll fuck with you. Thanks, thanks, Sandy Meisner. <laughs> there should be a horror movie about an acting class. Oh my god. Every there's so many people could contribute. I know. Sorry, um, that was. Mm, no, you're good. That's that's a good tangent. I like it. Uh, then there's also uh, Prescavo, which is translated to almost seen. Uh, this is the sense of being on the edge of an epiphany or realization, like recalling a memory. It's like on the tip of the tongue, uh, as we all hear it. And then there's Deja and Tendu, which is translated already heard, and also the name of a brand new album that I love. Uh, this is the sense of feeling sure you have heard something before, like the snippet of a conversation or a musical phrase. Uh, so I'm like, ooh, I this like isn't it. This is deja vu, but I get those a lot when I'm watching or listening to something I haven't seen since childhood. And you're like, I could oh, yeah. never have recited this from memory, but now that I see that like phrase being said, you're like, oh yeah, I knew that. So that's like, is yeah. there a word for that? Is it just... Yeah. Is that kind of what deja vu is, you think? Like something similar happened to you? Or like something... Yeah, it's like, because Deja Intendu is something with, like, listening, but uh, mm-hmm. Deja Vu is with, like, seeing, mm-hmm. like, the senses of seeing. Um, so, like, because I, I almost feel like Deja Intendu could uh, work with, like, composers, because I'm not sure if they just, like, accidentally bring similar-sounding um, notes and scales that you can like almost detect in different songs that they've written even if it's not in the same movie yeah. score because then you can start identifying who is what composer because one was like again, oh huh? uh, michael giancino there he is <laughs> oh, we love him he makes puns with oh yeah names yeah, with stuff and everyone I, I love go look up the track list for a michael giancino score it's great it's awesome um, so the 20-year-old man, uh, his brain scans appeared to be normal, suggesting that the cause was psychological rather than neurological. And there was like not a proven link between anxiety and deja vu. Um, it does raise an interesting question for the study. They just think that it's a possibility that this anxiety uh, helped create this loop of deja vu. Um, it seems to occur in more young people than it does of any other uh, like age. So it's always like young adults and like below for the most part. Uh, usually you experience deja vu around six or seven years old, and then it also happens the most often between 15 and 25, um, and it starts tailing off once you get I'm older. Uh, according, <laughs> you're done. I'm almost done. One more year. Uh, According to uh, research by Professor Alan Brown at South Methodist University in Dallas. Uh, And there are several theories, uh, other theories, about what causes the sensation. So Dr. Akira O'Connor, a psychologist from the University of St. Andrews, believes that in most cases it is a momentary misfiring of neurons in the brain which creates false connections. Uh, And when I read that, I was just thinking of that one where it's like, I connected them. (laughs) It's like you didn't connect shit. It's like connected the things. like no you haven't me <laughs> me watching the masked singer god that, that's a good that's a good way i really oh i was so sure it was martin short i was so sure <laughs> we were all wrong it's so wrong um and he says that one idea is that deja vu is a sort of brain twitch just as we get muscle spasms or eye twitches 
It could be that the bit of your brain which sends signals to do with familiarity and memory is just firing out of turn. So, <laughs> your brain's fucking up. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it sure is. Uh, he says this fits with evidence that deja vu is more frequently experienced by people with epilepsy and dementia. So, mm. there's that. Uh, and then there's Yeehaw. another theory developed by Professor Ann Cleary at Colorado State University is that deja vu is the natural result of seeing something genuine familiar in our surroundings, such as the shape of a structure or the layout of a room sparking a false memory. Uh, she developed a computerized re virtual reality called Deja Ville, where people navigate around similar landscapes to test the hypothesis. But Dr. O'Connor says that none of the current theories definitively solves the mystery of deja vu, partly because its fleeting and spontaneous nature makes it almost impossible to like study in lab conditions. Like it just generally just happens. So there's no way. It's like trying to study a cat. It's really hard, and you really can't control it. <laughs> so. Uh, methods of trying to induce deja vu are pretty crude. Uh, they've used hypnosis and experiments with using lists of words. Another method is called caloric simulation. It's just squirting water into people's ears. Um, it's <laughs> why, are, why are they doing this? Is I guess just, just trying to trigger it, I guess. For science? For science. <laughs> um, it's meant to deal with various problems like vertigo, but one of the common side effects is deja vu. So people have suggested that's because the ear canal is near the temporal lobe, which may control it. So uh, it's not known how many people suffer from the chronic version of deja vu, uh, but Dr. Mullen has encountered cases before with some patients even insisting they've already met him because of their deja vu. Uh, people greet you like an old friend even though they've never seen you before. Some of them were on Skype on the other side of the world, but they still had that sense. So. Since reports of the 23-year-old man appeared in newspapers back in 2015, uh, fellow report author Dr. Christine Wells from Sheffield Hallam University says more people are coming forward. Um, she's had people from Australia and America emailing her. It appears to be something quite rare, but there are people who are saying they're experiencing it, or they went through a period of it, or they know somebody who has. It's an area that needs like a lot more study, but uh, for some, it's a phenomenon that should remain unexplained. Uh, and Dr. O'Connor says that I've had people say to me, you don't really believe in deja vu, do you? Like, it's something paranormal. Uh, I've had letters from people who believe strongly that it's something spiritual, quoting the Bible and the Quran. And some people say I shouldn't investigate it, that explaining rainbows ruins their beauty. And personally, I've always loved getting deja vu and finding out what causes it just makes the experience more beautiful, in her words. So, like... I don't know if it's a fleeting memory because I've had like every time I've experienced deja vu, it's always been from a dream I had when I was younger. Mm. So I'm like, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> so I'm just like, I hope not. Um, so yeah, that's the case of the the guy who was stuck for eight years in this crisis of deja vu time loop. Um, but obviously, it's a very popular phenomenon because it's been in many popular TV shows and movies. And I did find a list of like movies and shows that have used it. And obviously, Groundhog Day and Happy Death Day are the first two to pop up. Uh, and then there was the Black Mirror episode Bandersnatch in 2018, um, the Russian Doll show. Um, it's actually similar to Happy Death Day. Because she keeps dying on her own birthday and waking up to the of the day. <laughs> Natasha Leo. Honorary lesbian Natasha Leo. <laughs> so, 
Uh, and then there's also the movie Edge of Tomorrow, we had from 2014 mm. with Emily Blunt and Tom Cruise, which I yes. still need to watch because I thought it was quite oh, good. It's so good, yes. <laughs> from the director of Swingers. Uh, and then, like, Charmed, uh, Season 1, Episode 22, Had the Deja Vu Plot, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, the 2011 movie Source Code, The X-Files, Star Trek Next Generation, and then Supernatural also had that as well, and uh, the movie ARQ, which came out in 2016 on Netflix. So, uh, those obviously just some examples of this popular trait, but it's always fun because people do different things in time loops, and so it can always, like, even if it's the same, like, problem presented, how it's reacted to depends on the character, so it can always be an enjoyable experience, no matter how many times you've seen that trope. Yeah. So. Yeah, That's like, everything I... that you just listed, like, they're all done so differently, and di they're different genres. Like, mm -hmm. it's cool. So. It's so fun. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't reduce this to calling it the the horror Groundhog Day. It's so much more than that. It's, someone compared it to, like, Groundhog Day meets Scream. Uh, uh And I'm just like, yeah, Cause even Because even if it's just a horror movie, even outside of, like, the, the fantasy element of it, like, it's still just a really, like, fresh take on a slasher just yeah. like i said even the, the trope with tree being the protagonist and like the dialogue in it like a lot of it i guess we'll get into this the um the, the gay section of the, of the show <laughs> because because christopher landon is gay and i don't know how to describe how you can like feel that watching this but there's just a lot of like the tone of this like kind of re reminds me of like something that Kevin Williamson would write or something, especially with all the <laughs> sorority sisters dialogue and stuff. Yeah, like, they're all so catty to each other. Felt <laughs> so very like on point. Like, yeah, catty sorority sisters. Yeah, and like Tree herself is like she's she's fast and funny and <laughs> um. So we should also mention the the little the 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 peppered in. Because this was a, uh, well, Chris, I can't form sentences today. <laughs> like, I know that a lot of, like, because there are a lot of, like, gay and queer horror creators. And I remember, I think it was mm -hmm. Jeffrey Reddick talking about how, like, for the longest, like, every, every project he's done, he's tried to have a gay character in it. And most of the times it's, it's shut down. And, uh -huh. like... I know that Christopher Landon was really happy about even just, like, the smallest inkling of something in this with, with the character of Tim. For, yes. Because... And that moment... That moment where Tree finds out is so, is so great. It could have been... It could have gone so wrong. And I think I, I again, credit a lot to Jessica Roth's just reaction. Because it's, it's not yeah. like, oh, doy, oh, no, he's a gay! But she's just... <laughs> and it's all done! Like, oh, okay. You can tell she's, like, good for him! <laughs> It's... Yeah, she's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> she's like, oh, that makes is, like, sense. That's why yeah. our date was so shitty. It's because he's not, he's not into me. Um, and then her <laughs> love is love line at the end. Oh my god, that was. He'll get you a piece of mattress. <laughs> oh my god, iconic. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> she's so good. No, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely could have gone so wrong. Um, so <laughs> I'm just, I'm so glad the that. That's how it was treated in yeah, the film. Because I feel like the twist of someone being gay is usually handled for a laugh in the wrong way. 
Mm-hmm. Like, and this definitely wasn't. Like, no, I just yeah. a- I just appreciate it. Usually it's like, oh, isn't that funny? That I don't know. And she wasn't even, like, looking for it. She was just trying to see if he was, like, trying, like, one of the people who was trying to kill her, and yeah. she just happened to find out. Yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers, bro. I'll drink to that. Yeah. <laughs> then he has a boyfriend in the second one. It's fine. Yay. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Yeah, so that's... It's it's small, but it's it's something. I really appreciate it, and like, I can't wait to see what Christopher Landon does next. He even, like... He talked about, like, how he tries to fit this stuff in. Like, he has, like... He talks about, what is it, the Sky, S- Scout's Guide to the Apocalypse, and how he's like, I literally have, like, a homeless man dancing to Britney Spears, and then a dick falls in his mouth. He's like, I, I got I got it. <laughs> he's, he's got this. And I, I, I like that, because, I, like, you gotta, you gotta fit stuff in where you can, even if it's that. Yeah. Absolutely. I definitely... And I'm really hoping that, like, it's going to become more and more prominent with the amount of... I mean, there's always been queer creators in horror, but... Mm -hmm. We're, like, finally... I don't know. I think our voices are being heard more, and we're discovering more and more about each other and how there are dozens of us like this. (laughs) There are dozens! (laughs) And, like, with Sam Wyman making that queer horror documentary, like, that's going to... I feel like that's going to help blow things up even more. I know, right? So yeah. Uh, so yeah, happy birthday. Hell yeah. We love it. Please watch it if you haven't. Um, I think it's like, because I have friends who are starting to get into horror. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I could definitely put it on the list because they're like, they oh, want to yeah. kind of like ease their way into it. And I think this is a good yeah. one because it's not like bloody. That's really true. Yeah. I think it's PG-13, right? There was like a gorier mm-hmm. version that didn't get made. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Plus there's not... Unlike Scream, like, it doesn't rely on you knowing a lot of horror tropes already, so this would be a good yeah. gateway to all of that. Like, it's kind of just its own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Agree, agree, agree. <laughs> so, yes, definitely watch it if you haven't. Highly recommend. Uh, I just, we love her. I can't wait to see what Jessica Roth does next. Like, she got funny. cast in some, I think, HBO thing or something. Oh. <sighs> Good for her. I love it. I also hope we're not saying her name wrong this whole time. It might be Ruth. Is no. it Roth or Ruth? I think it's Jessica. Jessica, Roth. if you're listening. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot she was in La La mm-hmm. Land. Oh my god. And they were yeah. roommates. <laughs> god, she's got like five things going on. She's Good got for like her. this. New movie Valley Girl and oh, Body she's doing the Valley Girl and... remake, right? <laughs> okay. And then like this TV series called Utopia that she's filming right now, and then two others that are in pre-production: Delilah and All My Life. So she's oh, on yeah. it. I'm ready. Like, yeah. Like, this yes. is truly watching this. You know, it's like a star-making turn. Like she's just like, this is it. <laughs> she's so good. I love her. Um. I'll have to keep an eye out for her if I ever watch Blue Bloods, because apparently she's in one of the episodes. <laughs> she was in Blue Bloods! <laughs> yeah, she was. No SVU, which is sometimes, which is always so fun to go to an actor's yeah. profile and be like, okay, were they in Law and Order SVU? Because, like, I feel like you have to yeah, be. Especially if, if you're, if you were ever a Broadway actor, you're gonna be on SVU. 
<laughs> Lee and I will get on uh, Law and Order SVU when. Why would he? Why would Let's he go. do that? He has he a should career. Should do it. I don't know. It's so. It's, he should do it okay. anyways. Well, Robin Williams was on Law and Order SVU, and everybody knew him. Well, yeah, it's not, that. That's different though. That's like a a big guest role. So if you want, when he becomes a big guest sure. role, it's his time. <laughs> it's you're, his you're time. Absolutely Alright, do you want to wind down? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so what have, what have you been up to? What's well, been going, going on, on in your world? As usual, because of Halloween and me trying to fit in as much as I can. I just rewatched The Guest, which is still just one of my faves. Um, <laughs> chef's Kiss is good. Chef, chef's Kiss, indeed. <laughs> um, I've rewatched Blood Diner, also a masterpiece. <laughs> we oh should God. we should do that for an episode. That would be fun. Um, I watched for the first time. I watched The Fog. I can't believe I'd never seen it. Oh um, yes. And I watched okay, Kill- yeah. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> Love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, they like turn people into cotton candy. <laughs> I mean, what else are you gonna do with yeah. people? <laughs> And then, most recently today, I, I, I went to the new Beverly matinee of Eyes Without a Face. <gasps> What'd you think of that? Yeah, oh, bruh. Oh my god. <laughs> like, it's kind of... wild. It's kind of slow moving, and, like, also I couldn't read the subtitles half the time, because it was... Whoever did the subtitles for this print, like, did not make the lines thick enough. So it's a lot mm. of white on white, and I'm just, like, squinting meme. Like, <laughs> what did they say? <laughs> Um, but there, it's like it's gorgeously shot it's black and white and yes. that have you seen it i have you have okay like the scene the scene where they actually like show the whole procedure of them taking the face off i was like i you know, me i watch horror all the time i but like this was like I almost thought I might have to close my eyes just just like look away just it wasn't even gory it's just like thinking about what was gonna come next was so disturbing and they really just show the whole thing and then like after when the scene fi- finally ended they literally just lift up that face and then it cuts to the next scene and like the whole audience was just kind of like oh like you felt a change in the air we we're like what the fuck was that yeah Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, man. That movie is so good. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when I watched it, like, because also, like, same with, like, horror, like, I can watch horror movies <laughs> and it's like, fine, whatever, some guy gets his head cut off, whatever. <laughs> and it's just like the certain stuff, like, there's just something about it where you're just like, I'd have to turn yeah. away. Yeah. I can't look at this. I can't do it. <laughs> something bad's gonna happen if I look. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've even seen, I've definitely seen horror movies where someone loses their face, but it's always very quick and, like, you know less realistic like this is you're just watching an operation happen of something that should never be done oh god God. it's good so you should watch it yeah well what about you um i watched so many movies recently (laughs) because i i watched the Invisible Agent, which was like the fourth movie in the Invisible Man Yay. collection. Going through it. That was alright. That's fine. Um, and The Invisible Man's Revenge. 
I kind of started, and I was like, you know what, I'm done with this. I can't do anymore. <laughs> and it was the same guy who starred in uh, Invisible Agent. Uh, not nearly as good as The Invisible Woman, in my opinion, but more horror, I guess, adjacent-ish. Uh, it's not really horror after, like, the second one. Uh, so, it becomes more like comedy things. Is The so. Invisible Boy and then to I, yeah. Invisible Boy? Is that its, is that its own thing? I don't thing? think so. Right, never mind. Sorry to, sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. Please inter- interject any time you want. Um, <laughs> and then I watched the uh, original 1941 Wolfman. Hey. Uh, which I Oh, you had some thoughts time. on that, though, didn't <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, that's a movie. <laughs> Man. <laughs> okay. But watching that and then watching I Was a Teenage Werebear where Lin Shay does, like, a reference, her character's a reference to that, <laughs> is iconic. I Was a Teenage Werebear, absolutely. There's another thing we have to do an episode oh, on. Oh my god, yes we do. We absolutely must. Like, we have to do that soon because I cannot forget about it. Um, the world needs to know Adam Robitel's roots. They need to know. They just need to know. Um, and then I watched, like, a shit ton, because they had, like, AMC this past weekend had, like, an entire day full of Stephen King, uh, movies adaptions, so I watched Graveyard Shift, don't bother watching, uh, unless you're just there for the rat bats thing, whatever it is that they did, um, I won't. haven't seen it. Terrible. Um, and then I watched, uh, what movie was it? What movie was it? I watched so much this past week. I gotta go to my letterbox real quick. Um, That's what I did. I watched Cujo. Wow, how did I... I just literally have it in the blog post. It's my movie review for is just vibe check and then I get mauled by a rabid St. Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> my review for Cujo. Um, and then I watched the Creep Show, 1980 Creep Show, uh, so I could watch the TV series on Shudder which is a lot of fun, so both are really fun. I enjoyed it greatly. Um, oh, and I also watched Jason Goes to Hell. Well, I caught, like, the second half of Jason Goes to Hell. Oh my god, why? I was just, I just landed on it. I was just something to have on the background, so I just kind of okay. was watching it. It sure is! <laughs> he sure does go to hell, and so did I. Um, and then uh, I saw the 2009 Friday the 13th, which I remember seeing advertisements for, um, and I was like, oh, I'm never gonna watch that, and then I was just like, you know what, it's on my list of horror movies I need to watch, I might as well just watch it and record it. (sighs) (laughs) If I was Uh on Friday the 13th, I'd simply not go camping. Like, (laughs) I'm different. Yeah. Rip to horny teenagers, but I'm different. Like, though that is such, like, the the thing they had, it's 2009, so it's 10 years old, so you wouldn't spoil it. They, like, the fact that, like, the sister survived, like, I thought she originally got killed off, um, in the beginning, and then, like, the guy's like, I'm looking for my sister, and then, like, the girl he's with, you're like, you expect those two to survive, but then she dies, and so the guy looking for his sister, and when he found his sister, the sister and him, like, escape, and then they do the pop-up Jason from the below the docks grabbing at the girl, ending... Um, though I, I have to say that, uh, the comments on Letterboxd for Friday the 13th is great, uh, because some people were like, 
just giving it, reaming it. It was fun. So. I'm, I'm, Especially Jason Goes to Hell. Oh my god. Uh, somebody was like, Jason's name is in the title. He's in it for about yeah. seven minutes. It's called Final Friday. There's been three more since. That is a lot. It, it just, and it's so stupid because, like, they ha they hired Kane Hodder to, like, teach the actors how to move like Jason, and they're all like, nah, we don't need <laughs> Like, this is Kane Hodder, fuck you. Um, I'm a, you oh, might yeah. have to rewatch Friday the 13th, 2009 again, because I told Xander we'd do it on the show sometime. <laughs> he, uh. he wanted to do it. Damn it. He spoke. He sat down with us for four hours. He deserves to do do something. Okay. I should have told you. So. I'll do it for him. <laughs> All right. Well then. So that's. I haven't really read anything because I've just been watching too much stuff uh, and fine. coloring. So, but it's it's worth it because then I get to fill out my horror movie list that's just like three pages long and like at the smallest font on my Google Docs so I get to highlight every time I watch one and there's so many I have not seen that are like this is gonna be fun yeah, man. oh I'm not looking forward to watching the final destinations Okay, but the, the final destination, I think that I remember the one is the most is where the guy was driving the log truck and then the logs fall off and then like everybody who's seen that. I since... haven't even seen the movie. I just, the trailer to this day haunts me. I've only seen the first one. I don't think I can do anything, <laughs> even though it's like ridiculous. Like my anxious brain is just like, so that's all going to happen to you right now. Yeah, every time I see like a log guy on the road, I like zing over to the farthest yeah. lane. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't do it. I don't want to do this. I'm not part of this. Oh, which one is where Jason goes to hell? I forgot. I think it's like eight? seven or eight. Jason takes. Nope, no, it's nine. Uh, because 1993. Because then the guy's like it teases a confrontation between Freddy and Jason, and it doesn't happen for ten years. It's number nine. It's nine. Oh my eight God. is Jason takes Manhattan. Okay, so he goes to New York first and then dies. Okay. Jason goes to space. Jason goes hey, to the underworld. Jason He's X gonna go back. everywhere. <laughs> Jason X, yeah, 2002. We'll have to do some Jason. Oh, yeah, we're doing that. Okay. Anyways, it's been real. Uh, next week will be our Halloween episode. Our Hell yes. planning what to do for it. I'm so excited. Yeah. Alright, we'll see y'all next week. See you guys later. Bye.